I love it, Kirk. Can we do that from now on? Can it, yeah, can it just like be the it. corporate Greg show from, corporate from here on out? Show. Emily, you okay with that? Friends. Are you cool like with that, that, Kirk? Yeah, corporate Greg and friends. You I like, like that. Hey, I mean, you know, at some point it should happen, and I think today is the day to make it happen. So, how does your seat feel? Do you feel okay in your two? Are you? Are you no, do you like the, the air temperature in there? I like being in here better than there. And like where you're sitting, I do enjoy sitting in that seat because right. then you can kind of do a lot of different things. But there's something different of actually about being in the studio itself. Yeah, I kind of like I kind of like this better, and also I can look over at you guys like I feel like I'm Mason looking into the other studio right now, <laughs> and I can look at Kirk on the screen in front of me, so that makes me happy too. Yeah, it's so much easier, right? Yeah, so much easier, so much fun. Yeah, uh, it's kind of crazy. This is how how live TV works. I'm gonna start live TV, live radio works. Um, so I'm on the phone with you. I also have a um, a FedEx guy who's ringing the doorbell. So I'm like, man, do I do it? And then so I sent my son down. He's eight years old. He can't sign for the package. So I got the ring going on. So I hit the ring. I said, hey, can he sign for the package? Sorry, dude, he's not 18. I'm like, all right, cool. So can you wait for a second? So like literally, I literally want to just go sign for the package and come right back. Can you hold it down, Greg? For yeah, like I, I got you. Seconds? Look, I got people you got around 20 me. 20 seconds, dude. So I'll 20 seconds. I don't know if I can handle 20 just seconds. 20 seconds. I'll be right back. One second. No, no, do not, do not break this news. Give me 20 seconds. Hold <laughs> on. All right, we'll get to the breaking news in just a second. I'm going to give you a little hint, though. It's about Aaron Donald. Actually, uh, it's not. Oh, it's, oh there's different breaking news? Oh, see, now you got me all excited. But for Aaron Donald, it's not super breaking news that he likely will be out for the rest of the season. So, I mean, that's not shocking, though. It's not shocking. It's not entirely breaking news it's more of like something that we all kind of assumed was going to happen but it's now spoken on the open it was more of like a I wouldn't expect you to see him the rest of the season now it's a yeah it's not going to happen sure it was never going to happen I think what the interesting part about all that though is that he before the season he threatened on retiring over and over and mm-hmm. over again and then he signed a big three year deal he's going out as a champion so could he I think this is a better question for Kirk but will he actually retire coming off of a, missing the rest of this season I don't There's, think so I don't think so either and I don't Taylor you're about to turn your mic I don't oh, think you do think so. I was going to say that Kirk is at 45 seconds right now. Oh, jeez, Kirk. What is wrong with you? We're trying to hold it down for you. You said 20 seconds. You're lying to me. But either way, yeah. I still think that there's a possibility. We, I mean, this happened with Matthew Stafford, right? We were talking about, oh, Matthew Stafford might retire because of all the injuries and his kids and all that. And then now Aaron Donald's also being shut down. Is there talk about him retiring? There's Sean McVay who got that big Amazon deal that he turned down. Could he leave at the end of this? This could be a vastly different Rams team. I, I and think I think that you're getting the cart way ahead of the horse. And I, I was going to say, Emily, <laughs> I don't think any of those things happen. I yeah. think every single one of those people are back next year. I know Stafford already said that he's going to come back next year. Right. And you're going to have basically the exact same team. And it's all going to be, hopefully be fixed so they can make a run back at the Super Bowl. And right. where is Kirk? <laughs> Kirk is coming. But it's, it's, it's the main thing is that. A lot of these things have to do with injury. And so with that, you have guys coming off of injuries, so they're a little iffy. But if it's just injury that's the way of Rams winning more games, then you know it'll be solved next year. I, whether it's injury or not, it's also offensive line. I mean, whether that's injury from the offensive line. But this was a problem two years ago before they won the Super Bowl last year. They had a problem with the offensive line. You know all about this, Kirk. And the, yes. this year, all of a sudden, it's kind of rearing its ugly head all over again. Okay, so, hold on, hold on. I, I just got back. So breaking news on 17. Brought to you by Valvoline, instant oil change, home of the 15-minute drive-thru. Visit com for locations and coupons today. So Lakers say Anthony Davis has been diagnosed with a stress uh, injury in his right foot, and he remains out indefinitely. So, so yeah. he's not saying they're – not, they're still not saying how long he's out. They're not giving a one-month, two-month, nope. anything. They're it's just saying indefinitely. indefinitely. Which is yes. still not great. You say stress fracture in your foot. Oh, yeah. Me. 
Uh-oh. What happened? <laughs> Mace just swung the door and hit the I, I was fucked. Oh, my God. Hey, I caught that. Did you see those reflexes, though, Mace? But I told you you should have been over there in chair number one. If you were in chair number I one, I should have Greg, moved over to the one chair. You're this absolutely This would not have right. happened. Sabotaging um, you. First of all, shout out to my, my FedEx guy right now, man. Thanks, my Mace. Guy, my FedEx guy just came through. I told him I'd give him a shout out. So my buddy, Tim. Yeah. Okay, Tim from FedEx. Tim from FedEx. Say, appreciate you, FedEx. Tim. All right, so... He just came through real quick. I told him, hey, I'm doing a show, running down, signing this. I didn't know FedEx, they ask you now for your birth date now, too. So you say scammers birthday, is, why? Because these scammers, dude. No, tell scammers you, this scamming is just, he's like, I need your birthday. You got to sign here. So I right, appreciate it, Tim. Anyway. Anyway, uh, Mace, just, this- Mace just got into the studio so we can ask him about Anthony Davis, too, who has a stress fracture oh, God. in his foot. Merry Mace, Christmas. Mace, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Stress injury. Is it injury or is it stress fracture? It says stress, stress injury in his right foot. Yeah, we know the evaluation was coming. And this is the hard part when Anthony Davis puts together a week, two weeks, or three weeks of good basketball. Mm. You always say to yourself, wow, this is what we expected. But then in the back of your mind, it's not if he gets injured, but when does he get injured? Because you haven't seen his consistent play at all since he's been a Laker. It's always consistent, consistent, or he's out. And this is just falls in line of what he's been since he's been a Laker. You know, he went through one of the most dominant stretches that he's had. I mean, he was just on fire with Unreal. the Lakers early. And, yes. you know, he was we an were MVP in that, candidate. We were in that 2-10 hole, and because of Anthony Davis, we were able to climb out of it uh, into respectability. Right. Um, yeah, I. but I, all the time I thought, you know, it is just – it's just a matter of time. And, I, you know, I've heard people say, oh, it's just bad luck. Every injury is bad luck. Right. And uh, he is just more, I mean, is it fair to say he's more fragile than everybody else? I mean, what else can you call it? He yeah, is I don't know fragile what you call it. Because yeah. this is just year after year. And look, right. we, we looked at it back in the past, too, and you look at the, the games that he played. Over the last couple of years, he was playing more games. Leading up right. into uh, the, the championship in 2020, he was playing 65, 70 games. He was getting up into that area. And everyone's like, oh, it's all going to catch up to him. But year after year after year, it's just more and more time that he's taken off. And this... This is going to be a couple months, you have to think. definitely means yeah. more than a month. Right. I'm saying all-star break. Why not shut him down to the all-star break? Um, but then what does that do now for the Lakers in terms of if they do want to get active around the trade deadline? Not having an, a healthy Anthony Davis, now people know you're probably desperate. Right? Unless you can make a deal for an all-star caliber player who figures not just into this year, but into next year and beyond. Mm. That's the only move you should be making right now. You should not be making a trade for, I'm going to say, not Boyan Bogdanovich. Mm -hmm. I would say not Buddy Heald. Who's that? Zach Levine. There, that's where I was going. Zach Levine You don't want the the fringe guys anymore. You don't want the dude that's just going to shoot threes for you anymore. We're not going to tinker around the the margins. We need somebody who's real and who can provide a secondary scoring option to LeBron James because right Mm. now there is a huge drop-off between LeBron and... Lonnie Walker. Everybody yeah, else. Anybody else. Everybody else. Yeah. Would you move Lonnie now? Because he's probably your best player on this right. team outside of him. I, I really like Lonnie, and I think that he's a, somebody right. that you can bring back, but he very well could be like Malik Monk. It depends on the scenario, right? I mean, it, it depends on – I mean, if you had to move 
Lonnie Walker in a deal for Zach Levine, and I'm not sure why that would necessarily be the case. Money I would and all move, these other I would things. move Lonnie Walker. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, I said this yesterday when Ireland was here, star-driven effing town, mm-hmm. Zach Levine is a star. Yeah. And uh, he's a star that is from, you know, played in Los Angeles. Um, according to sources in Chicago, seems to be angling for a move to the Lakers. Wants mm-hmm. to be here. If you can add an all-star caliber player like Zach Levine, I think you do it. And I don't think. And by the way, the the deal I circulated yesterday, I you know, Rob Polinka sees the whole board. That's what John said. I also see the whole board. Well, I can see the whole board. Is DeRozan off the table now? Is it DeRozan because he's also talking about possibly his future outside of Chicago. I don't know what's going on in Chicago, but definitely they have been it's, underwhelmed it's not for working. sure. Yeah, they're going to blow it up. So they got to blow it up. So is DeMar DeRozan still off the DeMar table? DeMar DeRozan's still out there. Uh, they've got Alex Caruso. who would pat- I mean, if you could get – if you could come away with uh, Zach Levine with Alex Caruso That's in a, a deal, deal. – yeah. That is a great deal for the Lakers. So DeMar DeRozan <laughs> still has two more years, in, well, this right. year and next year, and so he makes $28 million next year. Why He's is a great player. Why is everybody Mid-range. falling in love with, with with former Lakers again, right? It's like, remember the, the flirtation with Kuzma possibly coming back? Now it's like, man, could we get Caruso back? It's just like... Yeah, but it's we love like, Caruso, man. I we know. love That's the thing, Caruso. Kirk. Like Caruso was a massive Correct. piece of this, so but, losing him was a, was a big deal, and we chose Tht over Caruso. But Caruso is like a, a guy who's the type of player that Austin Reeves is, except right. better. Right. Correct. But Austin Reeves is a poor my, man's my, Caruso. Yeah. My thing is, why you even let let him off the building? Well, if you knew that these guys were well, that, you know that story. <laughs> you know they I mean? traded like, for Westbrook <laughs> instead of keeping Caruso. Then they had no guys, room for Caruso. Yeah, we screamed you let about guys that. Off the building, right? We we're talking earlier about luxury tax, right? Yep. You enter the luxury tax for players like this who are fan favorites. Who, no matter what, I'm going to sh- pay my money because I know what I get out of that guy. I don't know if you get that same thing right now. Wow, that is bad news. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's the worst Did this part just break? It just, yeah, it just broke break. right now. Yeah. The worst part about it is that it still doesn't give you any information of how long he's going to be out. And it doesn't say stress fracture. It says stress injury. injury. So we yes. don't even know what's actually happening with his foot. We don't know how long he's going to be out. It's just indefinite. Indefinite could mean a week. It could mean three months. It could mean the entire season. We don't know, I'm and that's what's you, frustrating. I'm telling you, All Star break, man. This dude is ain't playing till oh. at least past the All Star break, which is crazy. Right. I I think we drift out of any sort of playoff contention if he's not it's, back to late. It's All-Star another break. waste of a year. Yeah, it's a waste. Even of a if season. you get, even if you get Zach Levine, it's still a waste of a year. He's not going to all of a sudden turn you around into a, a maybe you make it to the ten seed, right? Like and have a chance at that point. But I think it's more so about getting these guys, LeBron and Zach, together to be able to play next year and yes. hope that Anthony Davis fits into it really well. Although I think if you were to add Zach Levine, you get a great secondary scoring option. I think right. the Lakers would contend for a play-in spot. With, but like a play-in with, spot. Yeah, but, but seriously, <laughs> think about this. Okay, LeBron, Zach Levine, and wow. you get a playoff spot, play-in spot, and right. Anthony Davis is back for that. All of a sudden, you've got a brand new big three who would scare the living hell out of anybody in the play-in tournament. Sure, it would be it would be interesting to see that. Like, if you get all three of them, they're all healthy, then they could possibly make a run. But do you really think they can make a deep run with those three this year? Well, obviously, got to see it because chemistry is right. like everything. Yeah. Thing and how the pieces fit together and all that. Here's what I'm wondering. What's that? So I, I've never worked on the Travis and Slee. Oh, no, I guess I did briefly work on the Travis yeah, and Slee show, right? Yeah. So, Emily, did you write that tease? 
I did. Yeah. So do you always write teases for? I always uh, have a tease available for Travis. Sometimes he likes to. He does his own, or sometimes oh, he like will build off go. of it. I know what's happening here. This here is a playground. Get a tease. Nobody ever gives us a tease. I'm sorry. I don't. It's Festivus Mace. Go ahead. Give it all. What do you got? Bergman doesn't write teases for us. Why can't I look them up with my own tease? I have a grievance on Emily now for making me look bad as a producer. Wow. That is such a great idea. That is fantastic. That you See, do this. So, sorry, so let, me, let, me, let me show you how it works real quick, Mace. Okay. Yeah. So for everybody, there's a tease up here. I'm going to use the tease. Here we go. This okay. is Radio Magic right here. Yes. It's nonsense. How far has professional football in Los Angeles come in the past six years? What a question. We'll discuss here. Mace, Greg, Emily, Kirk, right here on Travis and Sliwa on 17 Taylor. ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Oh, back here on Travis and Sliwa. This is uh, coming down here from Woj, by the way. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski on Twitter. The pain has Woj subsided Woj in the past several days in Anthony Davis's foot. He's expected to sit out for another seven to ten days, have it reevaluated, and see if he can return to play. For now, there's hope that a procedure can be avoided. Now, when I when I hear that, that tells me is that they need more swelling to go down. They hope that the bone heals by itself, and if it doesn't, then it will require surgery. I actually had a doctor tell me that. I had a stress fracture, but mine was on the bottom of my foot, Mm. and it was a situation where if it didn't heal, I would have a rod inserted in the foot. Now, luckily, mine was able to heal on its own, uh, rightfully so. I was excited about that. But if it doesn't heal, you have to you have to have surgery. But a rod will be placed in there to keep the foot from actually separating. So I think, and I'm not playing doctor here, but going off my instance with a similar type of injury, this is what's kind of taking place right now. A nugget coming in from uh, you know I'm not Eric Pincus, so I don't know all this <laughs> stuff. But uh, it uh, Sako Adagian, along with a bunch of other people, say that. Uh, Levine can't be traded until January 14th, and who knows where the right. Lakers and AD are at at that point. Well, seven to ten days from now, according to Woj, that'll yeah. put him just about coming back, AD? So, or just about ready to come back if it's ten no, days it, from now? It's, he'll be reevaluated. That's not coming back. Reevaluated yeah, is true. Hopefully the pain, the pain is subsided. You know, he has to have the workouts, and you got to ramp him up a little bit. Like I said, I'm pushing this thing out to, to the All-Star break, so... That's probably that's what is that yeah. February? That's the middle of February usually, right? So. Uh, do you, wait, fellas, um, and everybody. You know what tomorrow is? What is it? Uh, beyond Christmas Eve? No, <laughs> close. But tomorrow 
uh, it back the in sixth ninth of Hanukkah. Well, back in 1994. <laughs> Can you think how long ago this was? Back in 1994, Mace. 94. I had only been yep. out here at that point like four or five years. Well, the Rams and Raiders mm-hmm. both lose their final games of the '94 season. Uh, the NFL, the games were played in Los Angeles until week until 2016, week two. So we had not had a game in Los Angeles since 1994, and that's yes tomorrow. So tomorrow is sort of like a history, uh, a, a the last time that football truly was here. But in six years since the Rams have returned to Los Angeles. Like, we're going to have a Christmas game on Sunday. Now, maybe not be the game that people would have wanted. We'll get Russell Wilson, who actually will be playing. We, we'll get no Aaron Donald, no Cooper Cup, no Matthew St- I don't even want to list the names of Rams. Are you going to the game, Mace? I think that's what people out there want to know. Will Steve Mason go to SoFi on Sunday for Christmas? Okay, so Juan's dad okay. is a Broncos season ticket holder. Wow. And has been forever because okay. they live in uh, Wyoming, in okay. Cheyenne, Wyoming. Yeah. So you, it's easy to drive to Denver from there. And Juan actually grew up um, as a Broncos fan because he ended up going to a lot of his, uh, the games because uh, because his dad had season tickets. So okay. we planned at the beginning of the year, hey, why don't you guys fly down here and we'll go to the Christmas Day game and maybe it will be for a playoff spot. Ooh. <laughs> nope. We are sticking with the plan. Juan's dad, stepmom, me, Juan, all going to the Christmas Day game to see who wins their fifth game of the season. And it still can't make the playoffs. They're both out. Correct. Both out. Wow. Both out. But we're still going through with the plan, Kirk. Because, you know, I the only game I missed, and I did sell the Raider tickets because I was like, oh, I don't want to be <laughs> like, there. Yeah, yeah but not like to me, Kirk. By the way. He didn't sell them to yeah. me. And he gave like them to somebody in person. <laughs> and can you believe I missed the highlight of the entire season, Baker That's Mayfield, 98-yard drive, oh, the geez. one moment of the year that was great, and I wasn't there for it. Thanks, refs. That was, by the way, the highlight of his NFL career, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> like this, if, to be honest, like if you think of Baker Mayfield, you'd be like, man, you remember that time against the Raiders on <laughs> and Thursday, his Monday night when he was uh, with the Browns, where they finally won a the game. They unlocked all those beer cages in Cleveland. Do you guys remember that yes. when they had like the beer all tied up for Bud Light, and then they opened it up for Baker Mayfield? Mm. You know what? You know what's crazy about this one too on Sunday. This is also uh, two teams this year get a chance to go to SoFi twice. Can you believe that? So this is the second Broncos game. Oh, so second Broncos game. So they were here earlier in the year, October 17th, as they're a division opponent of the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, and the Raiders. Yeah. And then they, the Raiders came twice. So and then we've played. got the Chargers. Well, it's not a Rams home game, but we're playing the Chargers again, too. Correct. Yeah, on January uh, 1st. That'll yes. be fun. Retro. Who has um, a bigger fan base there in that game, the Chargers or the Rams? Because the Rams <laughs> actually have a bigger fan base here in L.A. Sure. The Chargers don't really sell out Yeah, there, I wonder. So. Although... Rams fans aren't necessarily going to flock to buy tickets to see no. the... That game is going to get flexed at some point, right? Like, it has well, to. Well, we'll find out after this weekend's game. So, the NFL yeah, it needs released... To. They will find... They will... Depending on the outcomes of this weekend's full slate of games all the way through Monday, so we'll know on Tuesday whether that game will be flexed or not. There's some options I'm already thinking about. Uh, but the crazy part is, and this is what I did, I was part of a exercise for the college football playoff. And this is where college football and the NFL actually shook hands and sort of made a deal that they made sure that the Rams and the Chargers would not play a Week 18 matchup at SoFi 
Okay, because January 9th is the college football playoff championship right, of game. Course. Oh. So they did not want to have it be occupied the day before. So the only way that they could do this, and this is the reason why Chargers-Rams will be played in SoFi on January 1st, and then they'll have the building to themselves for a whole week to set up for the national championship. So you know what's really sad? football and the NFL came together for a good cause. What's really sad, Kirk, is that? that I bought uh, – National championship game tickets because I thought USC was going to be there. Aww. Oh, it'll be fun. Well, they can sell them. I'm going to sell them. I'm going to hawk them to <laughs> By the way, what, you should get a lot for Could it. you imagine? Michigan I, I, alums. I was, the Michigan alums out here, are, they're, they're thirsty for a national championship Could you game. imagine what it would be like? And I grew up in that part of the world. Mm-hmm. If it was Ohio State, Michigan for the national championship, Oof. oh my God. that would be the craziest, Unreal. craziest game. Oh, man. Yeah. You could, Ohio State fans would absolutely pay a ton of money for Oh, they're for really good two. seats, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be Georgia, though. Georgia yeah, will gonna play. Be, it's going to be Georgia-Michigan, but... Yeah, Georgia, and, TCU. I'm just kidding. You can I mean, I'm discounting the Horned Frogs. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the Horned Frogs. Sorry, TCU. Yeah, no, it's going to be fun. No, I'll be at the game, too. It's going to be a great national championship game, but it's just think about, like, we, we, we wouldn't be talking about football in Los Angeles six years ago, and you think about how far football has come, even on the college football front and what SoFi Stadium has been there. Like, college football, NFL, it's been some of the great games over the last couple of years since SoFi has been built, so I'm sort of excited about it, and Christmas Day, who would have ever thought in Los Angeles that we will be talking a football game at home in Los Angeles rather than going to the Lakers game at the Crypt. You know, the interesting thing, Kurt, and you remember this, Kurt, um, in 1994, and I I was working at some station. I know, I forget. WNKWRQN. No, I was working here. Was radio or TV? Which one? Uh, Radio. Radio I was doing when I first came out here. And I... The NFL was in a bad state in 1994. Mm-hmm. Neither the Raiders nor the Rams were drawing crowds at all. Remember, the Rams were down in Anaheim, yeah, and the okay. Raiders were at the Coliseum, and there were lots of empty seats. And that's yes. one of the reasons why they, they left for new buildings, but they also left because the NFL wasn't being supported here. I would argue that, I mean, we've come a long way. I, I think that, you know, talk to somebody like uh, Kevin Demoff, Kevin would say, you know, it's going to be incremental as we go along. Um, the right. It's going to take a while. And in my section, when I go to Rams games, there's a little kid. He's probably 10 years old or 11 years old or 14 years old. I, I'm terrible with kids. Uh, but he's got he's got like a big chain on and he's got the Rams logo and he's wearing his Cooper Cup jersey. I'm like, those kids are the ones that are going to be gigantic fans uh, for the rest of their lives. Well, that's how it was with me. So I'm, you know, I'm 39. I was 11 when the Raiders left, but I'm still a Raider fan, even though they left. So it's this is the time when you have to grab people because I'm never going to leave the Raiders. I don't care right. who came in here. Didn't <laughs> right, matter. Right. I'm always going to be. So the fans right. that you get right now at that 10 to 11, 12 year age, that's yep. the ones that are going to be here forever. And that's what you're going to grab and going to grow with you. Yeah, I would say that because you got Rampage going to all these kids' schools around the LA yeah. USDs. Uh, so it's actually pretty cool now that, you know, when our kids come home and say, hey, I'm a Rams fan. Did the Rams win, Dad? You work for the Rams? Yeah, you know, I do a little something. You my, know? My do- Rams have a big setback this year, though, with having this far of a decline but, off of the uh, Super Bowl. You know, year. I don't think it actually matters. Like, Riley goes to a school in the in the Conejo Valley Unified School District, and Rampage went to that and, ha- and brought exactly. a player. She can't tell me who the player was that she saw with him. She just remembered, oh, Rampage, Rampage. was there. See, and all the saying. fans in there all loved that Rampage was there. And so about. they're all kind of now growing up with it. As much as they, I've, I've liked to argue 
argue that the Rams wouldn't have yeah. grabbed fans, but right. they're grabbing those young fans, and mostly because of Rampage. And Kirk, you you're close to this. I mean, yes. I, I'm looking at the at the Rams situation and seeing they used 15 different offensive linemen, and I'm seeing that they've missing 11 starters for this right. game or 10 starters or whatever it is. I don't. It doesn't mean that the Rams are going to go into a long rebuild i mean they can no. they can be a playoff team next year this this four and ten is maybe an anomaly and the rams are going to be right back in contention in the nfc west next year i'll leave you with this mace can you believe this that the rams as bad as they'll be and look the worst that they are congratulations to the detroit lions who get the rams first round pick by the way um in the in the in the uh, next year's draft but with the Rams, if they come in last place, which right now they're battling with Arizona, that means that next year, with everybody back, easier schedule. The Rams will have an easier schedule. Good They'll point. Have the last oh, place schedule, call. and you're looking at teams right now who've had the last place schedule on how they're playing. You saw Jacksonville; they had a last place schedule this season. Look what they're doing. Now, not saying they're Detroit. a bad team, but they're Detroit. Same thing. They had the last place schedule, and they're beating the teams along that last place schedule. So, but. I want to leave you guys with this. The Mets, they sold a million dollars worth of single-game ticket sales on Wednesday after the signing of Carlos Correa. What about the Dodgers? Do you think the Dodgers, Mace, Mm -hmm. Greg, Taylor, Emily, should the Dodgers be a little more risky when it comes to uh, spending money? I'll let you guys discuss that right here on Travis and Sleeve on 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, 710 ESPN. It is a weird day at the station here because it's just a hodgepodge of people. We are bringing you every single guest host we've got. (laughs) We tried. Actually, there was a lot of discussion about how we were going to get people even in here. So it's working out. So we got Momo was here earlier. Kirk was here. Now we welcome to the show Andy Kamenetsky. Andy, what's going on, man? Not much, man. Excited for Mason and Ireland. I'm going to be joining you for the next three hours and change. Yeah. But that's not for another 30 minutes. So you're still on Travis. You're still on Travis. Right but I'm letting people so, know no. that yeah. it's not just because we talked about the hodgepodge of people going all, you know, through like it's a... Uh, like a holiday party or something. Yes. I'm letting people know I'm staying. You're staying. Beyond but, this But point. you're not just staying for Mason and Ireland. 
You're doing a lot more today, aren't you? That is you? true. I'm yeah. filling in for Alan Sliwa tonight on what's the show called now? The Lakers, Lakers pregame pre-game. 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 show. Yeah. Pre-wisly, I call Lakers it. Talk daily. Lakers, <laughs> no, Lakers talk daily. It's not Lakers talk daily. <laughs> oh, Sliwa would, would not dare let me fill in for that. No, yeah, no, no. like he will do that from his home. Yes, like barely alive. Well, here's the thing. You, I mean, you're an excellent filling guy for uh, for Lakers pregame because you do the Locked On Lakers podcast available on, on Spotify and iTunes, iTunes and YouTube. A- anywhere you get podcasts, and thank you for mentioning, there is a YouTube component. Yes. And we, I will occasionally make a comment on your little nice. YouTube stream under a burner account. Under a burner account, nice. exactly. He doesn't want no. you to know that it's actually him, right? No, so. no I get it. Look, but you've done it before. You've done Lakers pre and post before. Oh yeah. I think we all have. I, I'm not nervous. <laughs> right? You did. This, I yeah. did it for two years. You did it for. I did it for three, four. Taylor, how many that. years did you do it for? I think five. Yeah. Five years. Yeah, he did, Taylor he did, he was did great. for a while before yeah, Sliwa. Before Slee, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Taylor did a great job. Hard as a Kings fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as a Kings fan, it was, must have been difficult. How did Ireland do with the wearing the jersey all day yesterday? Did he did he have to take it off like it was radioactive, like a Sliwa? No, he kept it on. He wow, kept somebody it on the followed through around show. here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the entire time, I didn't mention it at all. No, actually. we forgot. The jersey, totally, the just, jer- I, I didn't want to bring attention to it because I thought it was snug. <laughs> 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 it was. It was, a little, it was a little snug. Well, I mean, it wasn't an extra large. That's yeah. for sure. What was it, Taylor? Is it a large? I think it's a large. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, I, you know, I just wore sweatpants today because I'm like, screw it. I've had the uh, craziest damn week, and I've been I eating my feelings in stone the entire time. But it's official. Picking up the new puppy tomorrow. Which tomorrow? Oh, you're, I yeah. thought you had to wait until Monday. No, we decided to pick it up. Which tomorrow. one? You had three uh, choices. Yeah, we had three choices. Somebody said well, only Mason would turn this into American Idol. <laughs> um, the uh, the puppy is. Uh, I'm trying to think. It was from the original. I'll I'll tweet out a picture of the puppy we ended up with, and we've got a name for him. What is it? Ron. 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 Like one of the greatest movies ever, right? Was Ron. He, was or he the one worst. of the lesser known uh, Corleone fans? No. <laughs> Ronald decided, Corleone. We decided <laughs> bad luck on uh, Godfather characters because we've had tough experiences with Enzo and Fredo. So Ron is from where? Burgundy? Yes, Ron Burgundy. Or Parks and Recreation, and- Ron Swanson. Okay, I like that better. Let's go with that. Let's go with- no, Ron- this is my dog now. Ron Swanson no, is what he's after. Ron Burgundy <laughs> is fitting because the whole search for a puppy escalated very quickly. There you Boy. go. Oh, that escalated quickly. By the way, and he's also kind of a big deal. He is kind of a big deal. Which one was it of the three? Was it the the two-month-old? The, it was, it was the black the, and brown one? No, not the... the, the Boomer was the adopted. name. Boomer oh, got adopted. Boomer was the cutest of the three. He was very... Well, no, I, I'm not going to say Boomer is... This this guy is friggin' cute. Oh, that is a very cute yeah. little yeah. pug. Yeah, you should, you should yeah. tweet that out. Does so he read whatever copy you put in front of him, too? Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter what you write on there. <laughs> Ron Burgundy. Kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. There you go. You do it. You read whatever's in front of you. You, you read play ding sound yesterday. Play sound effect. <laughs> I'm telling you. There are times, especially when you're, when you're giving it uh, the read for the first time. Yes, when it's a cold read. And, you know, we say this all the time. The, you know, and the folks over in sales, we appreciate all the work that you do. You work very hard. You do a great job bringing in sponsors and stuff. Yep. Read it before you give it to us. Read it out loud once <laughs> before you give it to us. Yes. You'll be giving yourself notes. If Correct. You just do this one process. Well, like, this is a Valvoline read, and it says in there, like, play ding sound effect or whatever it says. Yeah, it says a ding sound effect. That, that sound effect. Yeah. It says play it, but 
the board ops and producers don't actually see the copy. So we just know right. to play it. play it. So it's really just for you. So you having it saying pl- play ding sound effect right. does no, nothing I'm for like, you it whatsoever. It literally reads, uh, go to your local uh, Valvoline for sound effects. Uh, <laughs> I, there was one time with, um, I don't remember what sponsor it was. You guys will probably recognize it when I talk through it. Yes. But I started to say, like, talk, I started to say, talk about your experience. With, <laughs> right. Was it ZipRecruiter? Uh, it might have been ZipRecruiter, yeah. actually. Like, I, I was like, talk about... All the different glowing ways. puck. <laughs> They're still on glowing puck on that script. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's I just like 1995. I just got a text from one, and we did not uh, get a Christmas tree this year because it's been a crazy zoo. And we ended. Why not? Up, just get a fake tree. Uh, no, we got a real one. And but you didn't get one. Uh, we did. We got Juan just picked one up, uh, and it is the saddest Christmas tree ever. Oh, like Kelly Brown. <laughs> It's not even good enough to be Charlie. Like Charlie Brown would say, that's that tree sucks. Can you put ornaments on it? <laughs> yeah, we can put ornaments. Oh, okay, on Okay, well it. then it's fine. Yeah, I just I just sent it out. It has it just it's very bare. We always get a Charlie Brown tree, but um, you don't a mini do any, tree. You don't do any tree. No, we do. We oh, do you tree. do a tree. Well, Anna, Anna is Anna's yeah, Christian, my wife is right? Christian. Yeah. Yeah. So so is it a big tree? Yeah, it's a big tree. I love this. I love this music. Vince Guaraldi. Yeah. So, uh, uh, live tree, fake tree? Uh, it's a real tree. Yeah? How it's big? Tree. Um, it's probably Ten about, feet. No. <laughs> it's probably about six. six. So, you're that's really, a big that's tree. That's a big tree. Yeah, it's a big tree. Is it, And it's a it's real like tree. three times the yes, size of you. It's Sorry. A, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Low. I've been here a long time, Andy. I've been He's here a long time. Uh, that's, that's exactly. Look, now, I, I apologize. Andy, Andy I apologize. I apologize. I'm filling in for Sliwa. I'm not actually Sliwa. Yeah, no. The Sorry, it was there. The tree is two Andy's tall. Look, when other people- measuring Smurfs with apples? Whenever I'm- <laughs> Whenever I'm not in this chair, which is always, people always do it to me, and I just kind of felt like now that I'm sitting in it, I have to go after somebody. Very liberating. Air it was very liberating. It was. Yeah. It was very liberating. I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> Festivus. Any, any six feet is gripes, a big tree. Any complaints? Oh, we don't have enough time. No, we actually do. That's the <laughs> That's thing. True. We actually do have enough yeah, time. Yeah, three more hours. Holidays are hectic, man. Yeah, Holidays are, are a really hectic time yeah they feel like they were created by people who don't actually have to do all the work in celebrating right right hallmark they put you through a lot of paces although people do less and less for christmas i think like my grandmother she cooked gigantic meals and she we don't do any of that anymore it's for the children it's for the ones that don't have to do all the effort but once you get to the the adult then you like then you realize how much it always was. This is my actually my first Christmas away from home this year. So right. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be flying home on the 26th, um, but 25th I'm gonna be here working for the Rams Broncos game. So tomorrow I'm gonna have Christmas Eve. But I'm kind of just trying to treat it like a normal day. Because are you doing what with friends or? I'm, ha- I'm gonna get I have a movie night with my friend. Like one of my only friends still left in town. Most of my friends are also from the East Coast. We're gonna go home to their families. So I'm gonna see watch a movie with a friend, and then I'm gonna work on Saturday on Sunday. But and I'm Do you gonna need face a place to go. Family. I mean, I'm gonna go to. Uh, I'm gonna face my parents, but yeah, I don't really have anything to do. But okay, go to Andy's house. I will. <laughs> I, I will. Say, I'll go to your no two trees tall. You're over right now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, but no, yeah two trees tall. Go there. Can Emily come over? I mean, if there's enough room with our giant tree. <laughs> 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 I don't need a place to go. I'm gonna be very. I'm actually kind of like I'm not like a Grinch, but I'm not like a super big Christmas person. I'm like I'm, I enjoy the holiday. It's fun, but I don't get that invested in it. You know. We're gonna go to my brother. Said my brother is so into Christmas. Um, I he sent me a picture of his. Is uh, he out here? Yeah, he's out here. My okay. brother Travis, and he decorated. He's big Christmas, 
And uh, he sent a video of his whole thing, all the lights and stuff going. I'm like, man, that's like Christmas walked in and threw up. It is everywhere. <laughs> is oh he the one with the There's nephew? so many different. What's that? Is he the one with the nephew? No, that's my brother Brian. Okay. Yeah, See, my brother I feel Brian's like if you're going to actually do Christmas, you have to do it up and actually and have everything, have all the decorations, have the lights, do the whole thing. Otherwise, just don't really. Yeah, know. we're going to have a very small tree. <laughs> but we're going through I, all the, the motions here, right? We're doing all the Christmas stuff. But we're not. I mean, hosting yeah. is a fair amount of work. That's in a lot. Itself. Yeah, yeah. Mom and Not Stepdad Leo are stopping into the studio today. Are they? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh, that'd be fun. Great. Have you ever met? Oh yeah, I've I've met uh, both Mom and Not Stepdad Leo many times. Many times. I mean, are you, you seeing them outside? They were the at show? the Mandy's. Yes. Oh, they were at the Mandy's. Right. Where, they were at the, the Mandy's. Mandy's for sure. uh, you had a birthday dinner. That That's right. That was birthday fun. dinner. Um, they've been at your home before. Yes, they I have. I believe I've I've been there when they've been there. So I mean, you know, we we don't hang regularly, but yeah, yeah. I've, met, I've met them multiple times. They're doing the three o'clock hour. They're going to do the whole three o'clock hour. Not stepdad Leo are going to do the three o'clock hour. So are we all going to get up and go? And they're just going to be the two of them. They're just going to leave. <laughs> right. Mom, Who's the one in that Leo? situation? Um, has not stepped out. Leo. <laughs> so he's, so he's going to leave. He's a very salty one. He's a very salty one. All right, let's get a break in. Coming up next, I think we're going to do this thing called the dump that oh, yeah. they always do on uh, Travis and Sliwa. This is the Travis and Sliwa show. Obviously, with uh, Mason and Bergman and Andy and Taylor and Emily. Seven ten ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. So, have you guys seen this, that it's going to become official very soon? So, Netflix will end its password sharing in early 2023, affecting nearly 100 million users. Are you guys going to be one of those users that's going to be affected? Hmm. No. I don't think I am either. I have my own account now, Mace. Thank you very much. Do you much. have your own account? I do. It's mine. I pay for it myself. Because they're sticking on there, I think as of today, the 23rd, they're sticking on there uh, that... Uh, detective movie uh, Glass Onion. Glass, Glass Onion. Onion. Oh, yeah. coming out today, which is supposed to be really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got something to watch Andy? tonight. Fantastic, excellent. Yeah, I actually was not a big fan of the first Knives Out. I am excited about this Glass one. Onion, looks though. really funny. Yeah, apparently got... Janelle Monae is fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. But I, I I'm gonna be, definitely be affected by this because I share my family's. We all have one Netflix password, but like. Also, it kind of is going to be convenient because you can only have two people on at once, and I always get in a fight with my sisters. I'm like, get off the Netflix so, or whatever. So what's the deal in terms of the limits? Like, you know, there are three people in my household. We obviously can use the, – the account is under my name. We obviously can all use the account under my name. So how would this affect us ultimately? It might be like a geo – location thing like that you can do multiple things i have no idea about the specifics but i just anticipate you know sometime in january just not being able to use netflix anymore. well i so. honestly emily i i hate to break this too but you are stealing uh no i'm not stealing, You're stealing she's not the corporation. No, that's, the, that's thievery that's she's, thievery no she's fine she's fine everything <laughs> she's, she's doing totally, totally many, on the up and up how many people use your password uh my whole family which is six people 
Come on, it's Once okay. If, I have, state if we have cable, no, 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 totally on if your side. If we have cable, then share no. it. Wow. You, however you can get it, you should get it. Corporate it's totally fine. Greg has a mentee. You've been a mentor <laughs> yeah, for taught her how to. I steal didn't teach her anything. Intellectual she property. did everything on her own. I just agree with it. This, okay. this is <laughs> what Bergman does for all the I budding do not, producers. No. Sets a bad example. It's not true. It's not true. I pay for everything. Yeah. Oh sure. I'm just. I'm just on your side. Is all I'm saying. I've only gotten some web. Websites from you that we can. Uh, I, can I don't know what you're things. talking about. Oh, I do not whatever. do any of those. Things. All right. So, do you guys see that Carl Rodon had to get his face shaven um, to be on the Yankees? Yes. Yes. So, is having a clean-shaven Yankee player the stupidest rule left in sports? I did this. Yes. It's <laughs> right up there. Oh, it's sorry. Right no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Totally. Uh, you know, people wear beards now. I mean, it's really common. I, th- I would say. I mean, Andy, you couldn't play for the Yankees. Uh, Bergman, you couldn't play for the Yankees. Nope. I can. I'm a woman. I couldn't play for the Yankees either. Yeah, I mean, Taylor I, could. He doesn't have a beard. Taylor has yep. no beard. I Star have no beard, fielder. so I would be okay. <laughs> What'd you say, Taylor? Star center fielder, just yep. like the softball game. Exactly yeah. at the softball game. Yeah, I think it's unbelievably antiquated. Uh, but it's. I think it's gone from rule to tradition. It's now kind of a tradition that no Yankees have facial hair. Yeah, it's, it's not it's a tradition. Still... They still. He can't. He cannot be there. He can't even if it's a tradition. He can't break tradition. Let me tell and you, keep the beard. Carlos Rodon knew what he was signing up for. He was signing up for seventy-two million dollars and no beard. I think it's ridiculous. If Johnny yeah, Damon could do it, anybody cut his hair. Can. Yeah, yeah Cole, Tommy yeah. Canley had to do it. Everybody has to do that. They have to cut their hair, and I just think it's so stupid. They're making people... a choice. That's part of the right. deal. But they're the only team that does this. Why is it that I'm we, saying it's, okay. it's a tradition? But no, but it's still a rule. At the same time, you cannot. They would not have signed Rodon if he kept his beard. There's no part of him that would be on the Yankees right now but, if he no, kept the beard. Rodon okay. so wouldn't have signed if he loved his beard that much. Loved his well, beard the, that much. Greg Making it a rule. Though an interesting question: Do you think that there's a player in baseball right now that would say, "I'll sign, but I ain't cutting my beard"? Show your choice yet. If he had like, a beard, would the, had a beard Yankee, yeah. would the Yankees make an exception for Otani? Oh. I don't think they would. I don't think they would. I think it's that's more part important of the, to not have part, beards. That's part of the deal. That's part, if you sign with the Yankees, that's part of the deal. Earn if, your pinstripes. If you want to keep, if you want to keep your beard, sign somewhere else. Sign Come with the, the Mets. They've right. got money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they still got money. Yeah. They're five hundred million dollars, and they still going to pay. Exactly. All right. So the World Cup final this year was the most wagered on sporting events in the U.S. this year, and then hmm. one event, however, put up more than three times uh, as many geolocation. Uh, checks for betting, and that's the Super Bowl uh, this past year. So, if you guys have to, you could only bet on one sporting event, and it's a single event. Would it be the Super Bowl, or do you guys have anything else you guys like to would want to bet on? So here's here's the weird thing. Supposedly, the easiest thing to bet on and win is preseason football. Preseason NFL football. No, it's people be make bank. No, because some guys clearly want to win, and some guys, some guys couldn't. Like I'd bet against the Rams in a preseason football game, just because I know they don't give a damn and they're not playing anybody. But the guys like that are on the third team, the third third string, fourth string that are trying to make the team. Doesn't matter what team you're on. In the fourth quarter, they're going full out. 
So True. you don't know who's going to win that game, and that's what's so hard about well, preseason depending football. Depending on who the other team is playing, if they're playing their first string, you do know who's going to win the game. Sure, but you don't know if that's going to happen until the actual right. preseason game. I agree with Greg. It, preseason to me seems like an ultimate crapshoot. Crap yeah. yeah, yeah. If you talk to a professional gambler, uh, pro, I'm using air quotes, a professional gambler, right? But they that's what they know things that the average gambler doesn't. Right, know. right. Like it may be easy for them, but it's not easy for most people. In the yeah. end, it's the Super Bowl. That's the one yes. to bet. I mean, everybody there everybody's watching it you can brag about your bets or commiserate about your bets or you can have a square on the thing or squares five squares squares are awesome you can bet on the gatorade you can bet on the coin flip you can bet on the length of the of the national anthem all of it yes yes so i i think super bowl is the official but i wonder so world cup final was the biggest i guess it was just straight up did people just like, bet on either Argentina, Argentina or you France? Goals. You can bet uh, yeah, like, goals. If you bet the over this time in goals, I mean, I can't imagine six still fit in the under. Right. You're right. Yeah. So you can bet the are over. usually like low scoring events too. Like, yeah. Soccer's low scoring. Yeah. yeah, just in general. General. But I mean, you yeah. could do Golden Boot. You could do, you know, was it the there's there's other ones. I don't know. There's the goalie. There's the young. Come on the field. Touch, yeah. <laughs> touch the yeah. trophy. Which yeah. is ridiculous, by the way. Yeah. You're not allowed to touch the World Cup trophy unless you've actually won the World Cup. And Salt Bay was just carrying it around, running it around with it. Is that an official rule? That is an official rule. Yeah. Oh wow. And he was on the field taking it from people. Broke the rules. He did break the rules. <laughs> yeah. So one year ago today was the last game in quote unquote Staples Center and has since been named uh, Kodotacom Arena. Do you guys still have any warm and fuzzy feelings towards Trip the name of Staples Center? It'll always be in my head, Staples Center. I mean, I've gotten used to Crypto.com Arena, but it is a mouthful. But Staples is the original name of the building, and it will always be that in my head. It's like John always says, you know, what is it called down in Anaheim where the Ducks play? Yeah. yeah they I play know. at the Pond, but sure. it's actually the Honda Center. You know, I mean, the Coliseum has a sponsor. I have no idea what it is. Dignity uh, Health. United Airlines Field oh, at the Los Angeles Whatever. Memorial Coliseum. That's a mouthful. United Airlines Field at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. I have no idea, like, if Dodger Stadium has naming rights or not. I just know it doesn't matter. I don't think it does. I don't think they name. I think it's just Dodger Stadium. Yeah, but even if they Chavez Ravine. Nobody would call it anything other than Dodger Stadium. Correct. And then they they could do Dodger. Uh, they could do. I don't know. Just throw out a name. Vin Scully Field at Dodger Stadium or whatever it is. They that, could do something I, like that. Vin totally Scully Field might be the only thing that gets you to call it something different. Yeah, but that's if it's true. A corporate sponsor, forget it. Nobody's going to call. Yeah. It. yeah, I mean, I, Staples Center is where I saw the Lakers win championships. That's yep. where I saw. Kobe uh, score 60 in his final game. Where I saw mean, Taylor won. Swift. Uh, where I saw Taylor Swift, who sold out the building more than anybody. You find a way. Oh, you always find a way. always, <laughs> always got a little T-Swizzle reference in there. Right, and I feel the same way towards um, Heinz Field in Pittsburgh, so it's now Acrisure, whatever, but yeah. uh, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and like, yeah, no, it's always Heinz Field in my mind. I mean, if Bain did it, you know, made it Heinz Field, that's what it is. Right. So, um, if you... <laughs> so... Uh, do you guys see that video of Zach Wilson like presenting essentially those electronic scooters to his offensive line? Mm -hmm. So <laughs> if you're the offensive lineman, one, how do you feel about Zach getting you that? And do you feel bad about it if he never starts again? Okay, so here's my question. Are they bike scooters or are they razor scooters? They're like bike scooters. I think okay, you can bike sit scooters. Because yeah. offensive lineman on a razor scooter is <laughs> just a ridiculous, that's probably a, a bad guy, idea just in general and you'd probably want to be like, hey, Zach, this is not I mean, uh, don't do quarterbacks normally hand out Rolexes and stuff like that? It's like, they here's an electric scooter. 
Yeah, like sometimes like I think um, Patrick Mahomes got his whole offensive line like Yeti coolers one year. Like it's all it kind of can cool. like rotate what it is. But like I don't know if you're an offensive lineman and he never starts again. Yeah, I, I say the gift is not right, and uh, I'm sure the offensive linemen were booing Zach Wilson last night like everybody else. <laughs> what does this get? You said it's not an appropriate gift for an offensive lineman. Does it reflect how Zach Wilson felt about his offensive line? Here's a gift you can't use. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Thanks for everything. Yeah. Because you're not going to use me you. either because I'm not going to be playing. Me. You, you know, because remember, he was the one that wouldn't take responsibility before after yep. a bad loss. Yep. Maybe this is him not taking responsibility, blaming his bad season on the line and saying, here, bunch of Razor scooters that you can't use. <laughs> the, the sight gag of an offensive lineman on yeah. a Razor scooter is awesome. <laughs> you're 370 pounds. You can't use this thing. Enjoy. Double you'll you'll get this. It's like Jennifer Coolidge on a Vespa in uh, in White Lotus. <laughs> oh, yes, just that, was, that was that was a great show. Yeah, did and you Jennifer watch? Co- yeah, I, I've seen all of this. You, both you saw her on the Vespa. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's just, just amazing. Uh, what do I look like? Uh, We're not going to give it away. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, not one, the end. One last thing. It's been 50 years since the greatest play in football history. Last chance for the Steelers. Bradshaw trying to get away, and his pass is broken up by Tatum. Tipped off! Rachel Harris has it! And he's over! Whoa! Rachel Harris grabbed the ball on a deflection! Five seconds to go! He grabbed it with five seconds to go and scores! Let's watch one this again. One million to one odds on this one. Watch this, Ricochet. Ricochet out there off of Jack Tatum and into the man of the year, Franco Harris's hands. When you talk about Christmas miracles, Here's the miracle of all miracles. Wow. That's that's really, that's a cool play. It's a miracle because it wasn't real. My mom was a big hey. Stillers fan. She, Stillers. Stillers. She loves the Stillers. Yeah. And Franco Harris will have his number retired uh, on Saturday, and he's going to join uh, Ernie Stotner and jo- Joe Green as the only two Steelers to have their numbers retired. Can you imagine how week. emotional that's going to be this week? Yeah. It's going to be crazy. With Franco Harris just passing away and then his number being retired. I mean... That's that's going to be just a, a really emotional thing. It's going to be it's going to be a great day for all the Steeler fans and all that, but it hit the ground. Don't don't <laughs> <laughs> you can shake your head at me all you it's, want. Nobody believes it hit the ground no, except uh, you. No, I think every Raider, Raider fan oh, Raider, in the Raider world fan. believes yeah, that it hit the ground, and everybody that's not a Steeler fan believes that it hit whiny, the ground. Whiny, whiny, whiny. You can whine all you want; it doesn't matter. It's, no, you're the one whining. I'm not whining. You're I'm the whiner. Whine. I am going to whine you're, because you're, it's ridiculous. You're it hit Mr. The whine. It hit the ground just like the it was a, the fumble was uh, or the. Uh, Tuck Tom Brady was called Tuck according Rowe. to the rule. No, no, no. And no, the rule was that, absolutely that correctly was interpreted. Greg, they even changed if they the rule. ruled it correctly, you guys would have found a way to sabotage it anyway. See, it's that's true. That's what true. But still, it hit the ground. I'll tell you what. Uh, it's all. We're going to do some super cross talk. We welcome to the show Andy Kamenetsky, <laughs> Taylor, and Emily. Let's hit the super stager. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. A whole new crew. It's a new it's day. It's, it's everybody. Now we've got Andy Kimaniski, we've got Greg Bergman, we've got Emily Hebel, and we've got uh, Taylor Smith. So um, Ooh, here we job. go. Good job. You got everyone's last name. I, I, the, the reputation I have as not knowing people's names is ridiculous. Face blindness. You say it all I the time. facial recognition issues sometimes. <laughs> but sometimes. You, can you can memorize all the names. You just don't know who the names belong to. Correct. But you I, know all the I names. know there is a Taylor Smith. Right. I happen to guess right. 
Good job. It's like Swift, but Smith. Yeah, <laughs> Smith. You can say Tyler. Tyler. Guy, that's how Tyler's the, uh, is the other producer. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's Tyler's Bergman our other like. producer. He is. Yeah. He's, a, he's a mini Bergman. If you may second guess himself for a second there. You know this. What's that? You second guessed yourself I for totally, a second. I totally, I thought, oh my God. Did I get it wrong? <laughs> Here I am bragging about being right and I got it wrong. So if you're just tuning in, uh, the the breaking news of the day is that Anthony Davis is out indefinitely. He has a stress injury in his foot. He is going to be reevaluated in seven to 10 days um, and see if he can return to play. For now, there's hope that a procedure can be avoided. So, Merry Christmas. <laughs> right. Great news to yeah, have going great into news. the Christmas It's a Christmas miracle. Uh, so, Anthony Davis gone for a while. Um, originally, I think Shams reported at least a month. Now it sounds longer than that. And you know, you can say for now there's hope that a procedure can be avoided, but now you've put that in my head, and now I think, oh, my God, we're going to have a procedure. Well, you know that they are fearful of a procedure, and you know that they are fearful about this whole situation with Anthony Davis because we've waited a week since this injury to be told stress injury in your foot, which means absolutely nothing. 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 And I never heard it. I could have told you that he had a stress injury in his foot, like put it this way: his if, foot suffered stress. Like put it this way: <laughs> if you where I'm not going to tell you. If you went and played basketball, yes, and you hurt your foot, and you went to see a doctor, doctor runs some tests. They have second opinions, third opinions. A week later, you are told you have a stress injury in your foot. You'd be like, no, you're not diagnosing this. This is what I told you I have. I already had that. Like. And- we knew this, and it's all, and, it's, and they said indefinitely too. They're not even giving you a timetable right. on all of it. Right. So you're you're learning nothing. The, learning absolutely nothing, which again to me feels, at best, suspicious; at worst, worrisome. Yes, uh, completely agree. And I, I think it affects now what the Lakers actually do in terms of like I, I now think it's not tinker around the margins if you can get a superstar get a superstar if you can get an all-star caliber player get an all-star caliber player but I think this takes the idea of let's add a I don't know a Boyan Bogdanovich or a, a Buddy Heald or somebody like that out of play well, I, I mean, don't think they want to move gigantic assets for them well I, I was going to say Boyan Bogdanovich great uh, player he's a great player but great he's going to cost you at least a first round pick yeah I least. don't give up a first round pick for uh, Boyan Bogdanovich then you're not going to get him because somebody else will I don't give up a uh, first round pick for Buddy Heald either basically the amount of people that are on the board now are cut Oh, the board. Half, oh, you reference the board. Uh, well, I'm, look, I'm, in the John, I'm in the John the Island board. seat. Yeah. I have to see the board. <laughs> but like Andy, you know about it. it's there's the amount of people there's there was talk about Mo Bamba for a little bit. That's not gonna happen anymore. No. You're not gonna go after Mo Bamba. I don't think that makes sense anyway. Right. No. But like most of the guys that were, were being thrown around don't, but you're not gonna go after any of the names like Terrence Ross is not gonna be no, the name you're gonna get anymore. No, the Lakers no. have been now, connected to Terrence Ross <laughs> for yeah. like six years. By the way, and Cam Reddish, I know he's a clutch guy, but come on. Yeah. The, those Come guys on. are now gone. You can take them off the board is what you're saying. Yeah, take them off the board. I think it's superstar or bust, all-star caliber player or bust. And I think that the guys that are out there now are Zach Levine and potentially DeMar DeRozan. Which, I mean... I would empty the cupboards for Zach Levine. Would you? Yeah, I absolutely would. Why do you have such a problem with Zach Levine? What's wrong I mean, with Zach Levine in your mind? He's always hurt. He gets hurt a fair he amount. He does. Um, he oh, is I believe you. not going to help you defensively. 
He and is going to give you a secondary score. He's going to give you a secondary score, but this is what I think you have to think about whether you're talking about Zach Levine or anybody else linked with the Lakers. They are going to be with you for sure longer than AD or LeBron. Right. As far as we know. So you have to be thinking about this, not just in terms of how well do you think they potentially supplement LeBron and AD. It's are you cool with a future of Zach Levine as one of your primary guys? I you, am. Okay. Well, well I fine. mean, to Andy's point. Uh, once, once you looked up the injury uh, the, situation? Okay. Yeah, so if in 2014 and 2015, when we first got into the league, he played 77 and 82 games. After that, he hasn't played more than 67, and that was in 2021. With a lingering knee injury. So wait a minute, has he played at least 67 in every season? No, one time, and before that, it was the highest was 63 in 2018. It was it was twenty seven this year, mm. sixty seven last year, fifty eight, sixty, sixty three, mm. twenty four, forty seven, eighty two, seventy seven. Yeah, yeah. Well, he does fit right no, in, Taylor. He fits right he's, in, yeah. I mean, that's so not, I'm actually, I guess that's not what we're looking for. It's maybe he's not on paper. He sounds like the right guy because he shoots the three ball very well. Uh, he can get to the basket when he runs. He's an athletic freak. He does a lot of yep. good things. But if he's not healthy, and he was, he, you know what? And thinking about it, when he was at UCLA, he wasn't all that healthy. So he's a good player. I'm not. I'm not disputing that he's a good player. I'm just saying he's a star. The Lakers. Well, he's a star, which naturally means the Lakers will be attracted to him. Because Correct. That is what they. do. It is a star-driven effing town. <laughs> star effing driven town. They need to think about this stuff beyond just stars and names. I mean, if they've learned one thing from the Russell Westbrook experience, it's you need to think about this beyond. So you would not star. make any deal. I would be very careful about it. But you would not trade for Zach Levine. Would you trade for DeMar DeRozan? King of the mid-range. He's a better fit with LeBron and AD mm-hmm. than Russ. He's still not a great All-star fit. last year. Wasn't he first team NBA or second last team Last year was a career year for him. He, he was, was an MVP fantastic. candidate last year. He's a, yeah. really, he's a really good player. He's really good. He only has one more year on his deal. Well, Next that's year's the last... other thing, too, is, like I said about Zach Levine, if you're going to give up this capital for DeMar DeRozan, you have to be comfortable with the idea of we may have DeMar DeRozan longer than we have LeBron and AD. LeBron and DeRozan's going to be 34. That's what next year. Right. It's it but it is 100% and here's the here's the issue. It's got to be 100% if you're moving two first round draft picks and potentially Russell well, Westbrook. About a future team too. It's about a future team. Yep. It's so, not just about right now. So if we, you're saying no to all of these guys and that's totally fine, who is the yes to? Is there anybody in this league that you would say yes to? I don't know because Lillard, like, all, well, he's not going. He, I, I, I know. I'm not, just trying to find a name. I would want somebody younger. I would want somebody that you can rely on to be on the court because you're dealing with these injuries with AD. LeBron is an injury concern himself. Trey Young, yeah, Trey no. Young. Well, Trey like, Young is potentially going to force a trade, right? So who's like, so who is that you're, guy? You're in saying the not Trey Young. I, I'm not a big fan of Trey Young. You're not a big fan of Trey Young. Fun to watch. But he's, he's awesome def- to watch. He's a defensive liability. He's a volume shooter. I mean, I, I we just have to get to a point where if, if we're saying no to everybody, who honest. are the yeses? Yeah, I think you have to be considering: Have you gotten everything you can get out of LeBron and AD as a group? You have to be considering this if you're being responsible. Well, absolutely. I read an article that said, by the way, I, I forget who it was, Yahoo. Uh, Jorge's dressed like a cowboy today. I like it. Hey, a Christmas Jorge. cowboy. Christmas cowboy. <laughs> um, I read today, or uh, totally blanked on what I was going to say. You read something. something oh, about- I read, oh, I read something that uh, 
that suggested it was a Yahoo writer suggested the Lakers missed their opportunity to sell high on Anthony Davis. This is an argument that I had with my brother on the Locked on Lakers podcast, which can be found uh, five days a week anywhere you get your podcast, yeah, iTunes, just Spotify. Log that sucker. Also, uh, there's a YouTube component. But we were talking about this after last year, arguably the most disappointing season in Laker history. Right. Like the idea of should the Lakers consider blowing this up? This is before you extended LeBron. Yep. To which I said, you have to at least think about, are we sure we want to do this? But anyway, Brian's point of contention was, if you trade AD now, you are selling him at his low point. And my response was, not if he gets injured again. Right. It's an even lower point coming. And he got injured again. Yes. So, look, I'm, I'm just looking at names here, like Shea Gilders-Alexander. Oh, no, well, sure. Shea Gilders-Alexander is great. Is not, the Thunder are not going to move Shea for what the well, Lakers look, have. We have to find, at some point, if we're going to move LeBron, if we're going to move AD, but you can't do any of this stuff until later at Antlon right. anyway. Right. If we're going to make some type of move, and that's the biggest topic that there is right now for right. Lakers, is you're going to, are you going to move somebody? You have to go after somebody. Well, there has now, to be a name. Now with Anthony Davis missing at least a month and who knows trying to avoid a procedure i think you probably stand pat you use the 47 million dollars that's coming off the books this summer to try to sign one or two impact guys that's what we're getting unless you can make a deal for somebody that you like on this team moving forward period like i'll throw out an example miles turner miles turner is only 26 you know i know he's at injury he's a free agent after this he's a free agent after this year he and AD, in theory, I think could play very well off each other as an offensive and defensive front court. So you're saying that deal that has been laying there for months, the idea that they would trade for Miles Turner and Buddy Heald together, is probably their best option? I think it was their best option heading into this year. You'd I move mean, both picks for that? I would consider it. I, w- I would consider it because I think it, may- I think it makes sense also for a long-term play. Like, Miles Turner is not good enough to be your number one moving forward, but he's at least young enough that you're building – you have time to build around him and make him a part of it. With DeMar DeRozan in his mid-30s, you need to be able to win right now in order to really cash in on that thing. And the right now for the Lakers keeps getting delayed because of injuries. Yeah, I mean, I I think at this point it may be that we just – do stand nothing. and do nothing and just have a, a waste of a year have a waste of a year nothing's gonna happen so what happens then at the end of the year lebron if you are are win, going to even, win 35 games maybe be the 10 seed if maybe you, be in the play if you bring up the idea of even trading lebron it can't be until summer right right so is that is that now the plan move him in the summer is that your best if move in this situation i mean he's he's not gonna probably ever say that well I think. no no team is gonna trade for LeBron if they don't feel like he wants to be there. Correct. And he'll, he will be in the final year yep. of a contract where he can well, pick up an option for another exactly, year, right? Exactly. All right. Uh, I want to play a brand new game. Okay. Okay. It's called Who's Listening? 877-710-ESPN. <laughs> I'm curious, who is who is out there listening right now? Because it's a weird day. Everybody's doing holiday stuff and, you know, all that like business. That. So who's actually here with us? 877-710-ESPN. Yeah, you can just say, hey, I'm here. Or you can say, I I think we should make a trade. Or you can say, hey, the Dodgers are being cheap this year. Or you can say, I have a real tree or a fake tree. So what you're doing is I'm going to get up from this chair and go to where Emily is sitting, and you want me to start answering phone Correct. calls. Correct. Who's listening? That's <laughs> the brand new game. Who's listening? Can we, do it? can we just do it live? Can you just yeah, hit them? Yeah, totally do it live. Hang on a second. Are the phones up? Yeah. Hey, who's listening? The Proof of Life Show. 
<laughs> That's what this is right now. Hey, who, life. Oh, hang on a second. Hey, who's listening? Yeah, this is Bradley. Hey, what's up, Bradley? What's going on? Man, I'm good, man. I got to go get physical therapy on my foot right now. We talking about Anthony Davis. Say hi to AD for us. What's wrong with your foot, Bradley? Man, I've been playing too much basketball. Is that right? How old a man are you? I'm only 30, but still, man. It, I mean, so you is know, AD. Yeah. You know, you know what they're going to call you over at the uh, over your basketball friends? They're going to call you street clothes. <laughs> <laughs> now, Bradley, hey, Bradley, hey, I'm going to make sure I'm going to make sure I ask the doctor for an inside scoop. If he knows, uh, you know, the trainer or anybody, I'm going to ask him, and then I'll call back. Okay, good. Do that, Bradley. You're our exclusive foot reporter. <laughs> Perfect. That's a brand new game. Who's listening? I like this. Also, I, I actually came across the story. Three most popular shots ordered in okay. 2022. Ooh. Top three most popular shots. You want to do that on the Mason and Ireland show? Yeah, it's Let's Mason and Ireland show now. And uh, by the way, one of those shots, never heard of in my life, but it's apparently very popular. Huh? Mason and Ireland, Andy Kamenitsky, Greg Bergman, Jorge and Emily in for John. <laughs> 710 ESPN.